Welcome back, listeners. This is the Rogue Contenders podcast episode. We don't know yet, but it's an episode there. And guess what? We're all here. All the original members, we are here to, to bring um, podcast stuff. Airhorns? <laughs> yeah, we're here. <laughs> we have a soundboard now. We have a soundboard. I, I, for some reason, I was like, cool, I figured out how to do a soundboard. So I said, you know what? I got a soundboard. Not all the songs I want to hear, but I think we got some that are going to be great for it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce the cast. We got me, Rylton, and then we also have... Uh, JCrane87TCG coming at you. And Drake the Duelist. Oh, I'm clap. I am I am gonna love this soundboard for this entire episode. <laughs> it sounds sarcastic. Like I'm gonna yeah. I am going to use this and I hope we do some some just spur of the moment inappropriate things so I can hit just certain ones. And this is this is my new toy. <laughs> That's funny. All right, perfect. Yeah, so we're all back. Um I'm, I almost said back in the studio, like we all have a studio we go to, but we're all back here to bring you some more content, some talks, our discussions, and other fun stuff like we normally do every week. Um, how's everybody's week? I know this week has been kind of out there for everybody. I know me and Drake got snow. Oof, that's horrible for you guys. We were supposed to get snow here, but we did not, thankfully. It uh, didn't get lower than, like, 45 here. Which makes me so upset because I'm in Ohio. You're you're in the New York area, right? Yep, I'm in New York. And, and, and y'all are known for getting the weirdest weather. And it's normally like, damn, look at New York. Got all that snow. Glad it's not us. <laughs> yep. It's That's the East Coast. Yep. We are. But you know what? Don't worry. I, uh, karma will hit me. Give it a month, and, I, and I'll have some horrible snow stories. Because <laughs> y'all get the snow that freezes your door shut, don't you? Yeah, yeah, we get that kind of snow here. Like, not opening your car kind of snow. Oh, yeah, no, Nate. That's, that's, a, that's a no for me. I can't do that, because I lived um, in a part of Ohio called Sandusky, and it's right off the river. And the first uh, winter I ever lived there, and since it's, you know, on a river, all the moisture... And I experienced my door being frozen shut. So I'm calling my boss like, hey, I can't leave the house. Like, why not? So I'm locked in. <laughs> uh, and I didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've had many a times where I couldn't open my car and had to either get a de-icer for it or come out with hot water and pour it into the keyhole or take a lighter to my key so that it was hot. Oh, see, I just want to gave up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can't use snow as an excuse here, though. <laughs> oh, really? Well, yeah, because, like, it, it's if you use snow as an excuse, the whole city would shut down. Yeah, that's true. That, 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 you know, oh, yeah, no, they don't allow you to. All right. But, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah my week's been pretty good. Um, uh, last week, I did have, a, there was an Alpha Clash championship. Here I got second place. Uh, Congratulations yeah. on that! Yes, yeah, I was uh, I was actually slightly disappointed, but it, it was a, it was a fair game. I can't complain and say that it wasn't fair. It was completely fair, but just unfortunately due to uh, time, I ended up losing the last match of the three. What were you up against? 
So it was a blue-green Magnate deck versus my white-black Moxie deck. Mm-hmm. And I had won first game. They won second game. We went into game three. We were both at 26 life. It was my turn, and it was I, I had one more turn, and then he had his final turn. Uh, we were both at 26. I laid down the two-cost white Haven, and I used it to gain two life. So I was like, all right, perfect. I'm at 28. They're at 26. I have two blockers. There's no way they're going to be able to do anything. Uh, they swung at me, blocked the first one. They swung at me again, blocked the second one, and then they brought out an apex and swung six flying and ended the game. What were your blockers? It sounds like they could have just dropped apex. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They definitely could have dropped apex. I think they were trying to like, uh, cause I had I had un uh, engaged resources, so I think they were trying to play me out to see if I had something in hand. Oh, I see. Yeah, they didn't know what I had in hand, so they were they were trying to play it out and get me to use my resources before they laid out that apex. Can I, can I just say that I definitely want to con- get, uh, commend you that you stick to your guns and you play Moxie, and I I love to see it. Yeah, yeah, my uh, I can't complain about my Moxie deck. I'm not gonna lie, I've uh. I've won a couple of the tournaments, and most of the time I get top three, so I have no complaints for it. I do want more, you know, more cards, obviously. Yes. So hopefully, come December, I can add some stuff, maybe switch some stuff out. But I love Moxie's deck. And for people who don't know or haven't been keeping up, um, Alpha Class Set 2 was delayed in, from a de- November 18th release to a December 1st. Release November tenth. November tenth. November tenth yep. to December first release. So that that is when set two is releasing now. Um, so it is it's a huge gap from you know June to now. It's a huge gap in release. But I do believe that if I'm correct, I do believe pre releases are still scheduled to go as as planned. I haven't heard yep. anything about pre releases. From what I heard, pre-releases should be going out mid-November. So, uh, pre-releases we... of what? For uh, Clash Ground. For Clash Ground set two. Yeah, like the uh, pre-orders for the boxes. Or... Oh, no, 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 the pre-release kits so that we can do pre-release events. Oh, okay. And yeah, so it's the it's, same it's, as the starter kits. Correct, no, no, correct. no. So what this is is. You get a box that has uh, multiple boxes in them. The boxes each have 10 booster packs in them. And that's what you would give to each of the competitors. And they have to make a deck out of those 10 booster packs. And they play the event with just that. So it's going to be kind of the first... I'm not going to say draft, but it's kind of like sealed pre-release event. And that, that, I believe, is still keeping on track. Uh, with it, which again, I, I know we said this multiple times. I do always respect um, the the team for being so transparent with everyone. And I know some people were kind of upset about it, but I feel like majority understands that you don't want to release a product that's not done or not up to a quality standard just to get it out. Hundred percent. And uh, you know, I, I'll say this for for a new game 
coming out for them to take that responsibility and to aim for that level of quality. Uh, it, you know, it's a good look for them because honestly, I wish Magic would sometimes, uh, you know, take that hint and maybe slow down some of their sets so that we can get some better quality instead of getting so much product. Pringles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say this though. I don't know if you got bought if you guys bought any Wilds of Eldraine. I have not gotten one Pringle out of that set. So you know, whoever produced that set did their job. <laughs> so that's good. No, I I haven't um, did magic, but I did do something. I know I dropped a video earlier today. I've gotten back into Yu Gi Oh, and I know. And I know I, I know it's very, very, if you guys, if people listen to the first couple of episodes, I have shitted on Yu-Gi-Oh! almost every episode. But as I was watching people play one day, I said, you know what? Let me look back into this. Maybe it's it's better. Maybe it's more fun. And I found out that they su- made support for Red Dragon Archfiend, which is a deck yep. I love to play. And... I end up buying like two cases worth of stuff. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's terrible. Is it like new support, or it's, are we talking like Edison era stuff? It's like new support. Interesting. I, uh, you know, as I've said before, I played Yu-Gi-Oh for a long time. I played semi-pro in in Florida, and uh, yeah, rest in peace, man. That is a hell of a community. I'll it, tell you that. Yeah, it, it, it is. And uh, this one card, it's only one shop here. That I'm sorry, two shops that do you go here. One is where toxic players go, and one is the most beautiful experience you will ever have in your life. When I say I'm not making this up, I'm just taking the story and making it funny. You walk in, it smells good. People are laughing, high-fiving. After the match, and say, hey, man, I know that you made this play, but for your next round, make sure you don't do this so that way you can win. They high-five. They go about the day. They, guess what? The guy buys himself a Mountain Dew. It's beautiful. The other one, not so much. Um, everybody got chains on their book bags. They got a, one person walks in with a padlock on his book bag. He padlocks it to his chair. I said, why are you doing that, sir? Oh, so I won't get robbed. I said, cool. I don't need to be here. And I left. <laughs> yeah, that's fun. That's great. Suki <laughs> Takahashi would be proud. He would be he, like when he when I when I literally saw him take a padlock out and said click. I said, hmm, that's odd. That's peculiar. <laughs> yeah, and that's crazy too because uh, you know there's some money cards in Yu-Gi-Oh, but I feel like Yu-Gi-Oh is a great example of what happens when you put out way too much product and way too much of it is crap. Yes, like. Um, it's the same way how I feel about um, Pokemon, and trust me, listener, this is going somewhere. It's going to tie back to Alpha Clash. Um, the same way I feel about Pokemon, where you open up Pokemon, and there's so many unplayable cards. Not just like, oh, this is not good right now. They're strictly unplayable. And you're looking for that one card that's worth $1,000. It's yeah. the same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh, where you open it up, it's like, cool, this is completely unplayable. I just want a secret rare. And that's another thing where I feel like Alpha Clash does really, really well. Every single card is playable in some way. Some are bad, yes, but every card is truly playable where it's not like, oh, damn, I have 60 Denvers. I'm mad. No, Denver yeah. is, a, is a great, I don't, I, people argue me all the time, but I still say Denver, Drake, you might stab me in the neck for this one. Denver's a better card than Rainforest. 
Rainforest has greater applicability. Denver is probably better specifically in like Haven Turbo. If you've yeah. ever heard of that. Yes. Yeah. But I'm sorry, like I I I think Rainforest, yes, Rainforest is good. Hear me out. <laughs> it's good because again, you can always, you know, draw basically you're always drawing two discarding one. That yeah. okay, that's cool. But I feel like the fact that it helps your opponent out so much is like, okay, cool, you do gotta get some give and take. But I just feel like Denver, you play it, you draw your two, you draw your one, start your turn, and you just get you just start get going and you don't need to really worry about it from there. You can kind of get going like in a turbo build. And that's why I say I like Denver more than Rainforest. Yes, Rainforest throughout the game, it does give you more, but you play Denver, especially with stuff coming from set two. You play your Denver, you get that set up, you play the one card, search out a clash ground, put it on top of your deck, and you just start going. Ooh, uh, we actually have a, we have a question from somebody on the TikTok. They want to know what do they, we think is the worst card, in their opinion, gotcha, it's too niche. So how that, that's such a loaded question. Because gotcha in set one. Is I do well, I we say before is not good in set two, it is a staple card. Could be, could be, yeah. I know what I pick, yes. Which one <laughs> destructive arrival? It is a card with no viable target, yeah. That's yeah. fair, that, yeah, is that, fair. That, that is that's that's fair. It's, I, it's got to target a clash card, that's uh, I think it has to be cheap. And two power or less, or just two power or less. But then again, if somebody's swinging at you with two power or less, block it, or better right. yet, take it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah the struggle rival. Do you need bad. to block something with two power? There is one thing coming up that one death the relentless that that would be pretty funny against. Or or but tell me that's this. About all I can think of. Like, what card besides menacing magnate do you actually care even swinging at you with two or less? Probably like baby spam, like all the uh, two ones. But again, you yeah, can just, sure. yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The Trevor Rival at hundred percent is probably one of the. Yeah, it's cards. not like Sinister Assistance, where it's like a really stupid sounding effect, but it has a very, very meta target. Yeah, for there sure. is no very, very meta target to Destructive Arrival. Yeah, so so ask the question in the conversation. Uh, gotcha in set one. Yes, it was not that good because you didn't really have a lot of traps are being played. Going into set two, you want to either have it in your main or definitely have it in your sideboard because there's so many traps. And you want to be able to stop these traps because they really will disrupt your board and your gameplay. And not for a turn. We're talking about another like two turns. Some of this stuff can set you back so far where you need to have something that can pop it. Uh, Magnate's plan is another card you definitely want to have in your deck or sideboard to even destroy those cards before they even get going. Well, no, I take that back. You want Magnate playing your deck, period, because it destroys an accessory. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it's going to be able to aim at these relics that will definitely be staying on the field a lot. You're going to see that a lot set, too. I don't even know how the relics work exactly. They sound like they have their own mechanic, like you're limited to one relic per board, but... 
Yeah, so but- I don't know if there's a limit yet, but I know that it does stay on the board. So I'm considering them like if I compared it to Magic, they're like enchantments. Mm. Now, so I- you play it and it has a continuous effect, and it's kind of just like staying there. Um, but I don't know if there's a limit to them of how many you can put out. Ooh, here, here, here. The comment I got one. Do do you do we think after set to release that they will start limiting or banning cards? I've actually heard from a playtester about this, and went, uh, I asked him about it, and he didn't seem too cagey about it. Like there was something he was trying to hide, but essentially the thought was that during playtesting of the set two stuff, they found that there was some set two stuff that was a little too crazy to not to just be straight up at four. So they were experimenting around with it. Yeah, and didn't they come so out? It's they, not they actually going to they hit any set one stuff that I know of. Like, that they didn't even know of. Let me see. They, they, they made an announcement. I shared it, but let me pull it back up. Because they, they made yeah, they, they, they did drop a news post. about a card. Yeah, they definitely posted about limits and stuff like that. Um, let's see. I may be able to get it right here. Um, the they got a, a card errata. Um, she just just get rid of early barricade. I don't care what you have to say. Just get rid of it. Okay, so they they did errata T bone. The vindictive. Oh, did they? Yes. Yeah, so it's um. So the first it was the next time a clash card only would interplay. You may send this card. Now it's you may activate this effect when an opponent plays a clash crown, which I think is again uh, Drake. I mean, all three of us know wording is key in every card game. Yeah, oh, yeah. essentially sure. the problem with uh, uh, T bone that particular T bone before was you just sacrifice it to any play effect, and then its effect lingered until it just tripped, and the next time. So there was like no way to really remove T bone because any play effect set it off. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. And then now you can you can choose to do it. At first it was you had to. They play you had to have the effect. Now you may. And then of course early barricade got it right up where it's this turn. Where where did you see that? Uh, and, so- and, and uh in the news tab on the Apple Clash website. Okay. What is it news or announcements you're saying? Uh news. So you go to news and you scroll down, it'll say errata. And also, did I miss this? They gave an organized play update. I, did I miss this? What are you seeing? Uh, okay, so it might be a first for everyone, but if you go to alphaclasstcg.com, click on news, they added something here for organized play update. Interesting. And so it says, as we enter into 2024, Alpha Class will be offering a free organized play kit to game stores around the world every quarter. The free kit is known as a rivalry kit, will contain exclusive promo cards and weekly tasks known as, known as pursuits to earn prizes. Players will learn to recognize these cards because of their UV texture that will be exclusive for the rivalry kits. Throughout 2024, there will be four rivalry kits available at launch every quarter, January, April, July, and October. Ooh. Interesting. For stores that are interested in joining the program and receiving your free Q- Q1 rivalry clip, please email support at Alpha Clash. Rivalry clips will be sent directly from the distributor. Don't wait and quite say, This is new. Yeah. I haven't I heard mean, anything about this. 
Yeah, I hadn't heard about that. A rocket kit contains 186 cards, including Weber's binocular. Oh, you get 40 of those? Jesus Christ. Mean Street looking for trouble. Sinister assistant. <laughs> Clarity inspiring leader. That's a new card. Haven improvising. Torque phosphor hitter. And 54 Mean Street blink of an eye. This is new. Like, and this UV well, texture looks amazing. I'm just going to throw this out here. Uh, that torque, I definitely thought it said forceful Hitler. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. Like, I looked at it real fast. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, I, you know what? I can see that. You know what? I need to send an email because. I didn't hear anything about this. Yeah, when does it say when it was? I don't see that it says when it was posted either. But like, I don't know if it was posted today. Cause I don't see it. I don't see it at all in the Discord group either. Yeah. Let me go to here. Let's go to announcements. Announcements. Yeah, I've been checking the uh, Discord pretty routinely, and I have not seen anything like this. I'm just reading it over. Yeah, there, there's nothing. Sense. There's nothing in announcements. Oh my goodness! You know what? I think we might have broke broke this first, or maybe it probably went live and it's not supposed to. Because there's yeah. no one talking about this. Yeah, and even people that I know, like at LGSs, I haven't heard them say like they got anything from distributors telling them about this. Yeah, it, it comes straight from distributors. Oh wow. Well, hey, guess what? Roll contenders first. Breaking news. Wah, wah, wah. I got it. Hold on. I got it. Where, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? Where's that? I got it. I got that one. I got that one. Breaking news. Like, okay. So, yeah. Uh, if you are a store, organized play, it looks like it's starting right in January. From this announcement, it shows that it's starting in January. We don't have an exact date. But... Um, you'll have different um, kits that will come out January, April, July, October, where it looks like you'll run the events as normal, and as people earn pursuits, that's what they're calling it, you'll earn prizes, and these prizes will be these exclusive cards. Um, so again, every kit will come on 186 cards, um, so you'll get 40 binoculars, 40 looking for trouble, 40 sinister assistants, four inspiring leader, um, which is kind of weird, um, four haven improvising, four torque forceful hitters, and then 54 main street blink of an eye, which will go out as prizing. Um, the rivalry um, kit does show main street and torque. And stay tuned for a big announcement regarding organized play season for 2024. We'll admit this, but the news announced. Announced alongside Clash Ground release. So that's probably what happened. Yeah, this is nice. I like this. I, did, yeah, this. I wonder if for each of these sets, they're going to change the cards that are in it. Yeah, Rivalry Kit 1 content. Yeah, yeah. I would say they're all different. And so I definitely would say if you are a player slash collector of the game, um, being able to pick up these cards that are, you know, exclusively art and, uh, again, the UV art, the UV rarity on this is amazing. Um, 
this would be something you definitely want to play in, but it also is again as rewards to get and and play. Like this is fantastic. I, I I'm speechless again. Like I there's no word about this. Interesting, interesting. Wow. So I mean that kind of throws a <laughs> a kind of a monkey wrench off what we were gonna talk about today. Um you guys wanna talk about organized play for a little bit? Yeah, I'm fine with that. So, as we're seeing here, they say we get more announcement toward it. Um, so, it looks like they are, you know, right now we've had a lot of organized, I mean, I'm not going to say organized play. It's been play that, you know, the community we have come up with, like, you know, the the Brawlers, um, Realm. Does, I'm not sure, does Zach do stuff? Tavern Brawlers? Yeah, Tavern Brawlers do stuff. Um, you know, we do stuff. We we haven't done some in a while, and that's because we've been trying to get things back together. But so I'm seeing they're gonna give prize support. And it looks like it's gonna be a lot of exclusive cards. But what's some other things that you guys that you guys like that like you know, Tavern Brawlers, Realm, um, Plunder Gaming that they do that brings you there every week? With with some things that you would like to see continue with organized play. Yeah, well, when it comes to showing up in person, it's a one and a half hour drive. Nothing gets me there every week. Jesus Christ! Wow. Yeah, for me, it's it's not that long, but it is a good like thirty five, forty minutes for me to drive. I would say what gets me there is the the community itself, um, and the fact that I love the game so much. So I'm trying to like promote it and try to be there as often as I can. Um, but the one thing that they could have done better, honestly, is the price support this first time around, which is nice to see that, uh, they are changing it because mm-hmm. honestly it, it was like the same five cards over and over and over again. Like I have so many yeah. now, like it's how many clash buffs do we need? Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like, I have full sets of each of them and it's just from just going every week. So. Okay, so uh, we say like the the exclusive cards are getting there. What about mats? Um, I, the only mat they had the, was the champion one for the tournaments. I wanted it badly. I didn't get it, but it is what it is. I I still have my uh, Kickstarter one, the Coggin one. Um, and then obviously I bought the two that are in the Kickstarter now, but yeah, it, you know, I, I would like some sleeves, more sleeves. That's why I bought all those packages that had the sleeves because it'd be nice to have some nice sleeves. So yeah. And I'm sorry, those sleeves, those sleeves are really, really good. Um, normally yeah. I'm like, Oh, this sleeve, the, you know, ultra pro sleeves are pretty terrible or they just feel icky. Like if you ever, um, have been out to an Alcash event, when they're there, they're they're amazing. They feel so yeah, good. Yeah, I like the textured back on them. I, I got to feel the Kilimanjaro ones. I definitely like the textured back on it. It does make your deck feel a lot bigger. Um, Actually, one of the people that's in our TikTok right now, uh, he has the Kilimanjaro ones. And, yeah, I like them. Now, Drake, you said the closest one for you is about an hour and a half away. Now, do you have any other stores near you, or are they just not interested? I'm trying to get them interested, but then I got COVID, and so I lost out on uh, trying to go out there to do my Monday shilling each time. I was going at it before. Nobody mm-hmm. was coming in. Now, now, what is the main demographic for 
um, your store? What, what, what does everyone play? Uh, mostly Commander. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think that it's the same for my area. I think most of the stores here play Commander. I would say that that's what... Yeah. I know, again, we have a lot of... From where I'm at in Ohio, it, it's a lot of us that have it. Because, you know, we have Realm and we kind of just go all the way through. But, again, like in my area, I'm the only one that's doing anything for Alpha Class. And there's only one of the store who I would even feel comfortable sharing it with. The other ones, they're, they're just not... Good people. They're they're one of the people who were selling Lorcana boxes for four hundred dollars. Yeah, see, I don't like that. Do not like that. I feel like Plunder Gaming, where I go, um, the owner there, his name's Sean. I think he does a good job of everything. He, you know, he even made just for the shop. He made a couple of decks so that that way, like, if anybody wanted to play in a tournament or wanted to try it out, you know, they had the ability. Um, you know, the community there kind of helped to put together the singles so that if people wanted to buy singles, they had singles. So I think, I think he's doing a good job. I wish more stores would do that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I am glad at the same time that he's kind of like one of the first, if any of the other stores in my area, you know, eventually join up with Alpha Clash, it'll be nice to know that, uh, Plunder Gaming kind of backed them early on. See, that's, that's good. Um. But I'm, I'm reading this comment. So someone asked me, does Alpha Class, do they provide free demo or learn to play events? That one, I don't know if they do directly. I think it's more of the community that does it. Am, am I around that one? Or do, do they provide something for it? I think the ambassadors, uh, you know, before the game made its official release, were the ones that were kind of going out there and demoing and stuff like that. Um, but I think as of right now, there isn't anything official. As of right now, I think the only way is if anybody kind of takes the reins themselves to teach anybody. Okay. Another I don't one. know about in your guys' area, considering yeah, that that's where the game's like coming out of, you know? And then somebody asked, are there any good learn-to-play videos um, routes in CCG? <laughs> yeah, I would say the two best ones are going to be from Alpha Class directly or yours. Yeah, I, also, you know what? I also, I, I also got to say this. I got to give the Team Covenant, too, because Team Covenant's learn-to-play oh, yeah, is yeah, what true. truly got me into the game before I went and saw them. Team Covenant is another good one um, because they truly yeah, break yeah. down the rules of the game. You know, yeah, but I, I, me personally, I think there's no better way of learning a TCG than just playing it. Um, honestly, like uh, my friends that I have taught how to play, I bring out the ambassador mat so that that way they at least know all the phases and everything like that. Uh, and I show them one of each of the cards so they know how to read the cards. And then I play a test round where I just. I just keep stalling so that they can keep playing cards and seeing interactions and stuff like that, but I never actually kill them. Uh, and I think that's a good way to teach people how to play. Just let them play. Let them play. Okay, uh, another question. So when you guys go out and play, do you guys listen to music while you're playing? 
Uh, I do. I do. I listen to my Pandora most of the time. Perfect. How do you listen to your Pandora? Uh, on my phone with my Beats. With your Beats? Well, I don't know if you heard of Raycons, but Raycons is one of the most leading brands in AirBot technology. Um, I definitely enjoy using my Raycons. I know I just picked up another pair today. I picked up some of the black ones because they're running a special on it. And... Yes, this is a shameless plug, but it's also commercial for Raycons. You know it. You love it. Uh, Raycons created by the music mogul, Ray, Ray J, and he creates different earbuds and now over-the-ear buds for any kind of situation you need. Now, Drake, J. Crane, did you know that they're waterproof and cost almost 40% less than any other brand out there? I did not. I was not aware about that. Yes, like so they have I didn't things. Know there were overbuds. Yes, like they, they, the the new overbuds. Um, those ones just came out not too long ago. So you have your everyday buds, you have the fitness buds, and you also have gaming earbuds. So if you're playing things like Spider Man Two, you can actually connect these directly to your PlayStation Five and listen to the game and not disturb anybody else. Now, you may ask, well, those sound very very expensive. What if I told you? That their lowest one start off at seventy ninety nine. I say that's pretty darn good. Yes, and if you use our code today, Contenders twenty, you'll get twenty percent off your first purchase, and that's on top of the twenty percent that they're already doing off of their products. That's awesome, man. All right, yeah, perfect. So again, that code again is Contenders twenty. And just put type that in, it ships worldwide, and pick up a pair of Raycons today. Very nice. I'll have to get myself a pair. I like I like that they're waterproof. Yes, I like the waterproof and also the impact guard ones. I don't know what you're doing in your life that you would need them, but they have impact impact guard ones. So if you fall, you'll could be if you're playing sports. When I played football, I would wear earbuds under my helmet. Would you really? <laughs> yeah. I'm oh like, yeah. I blink, I blink out all the noise. I feel like that's a topic that I I definitely want to know. So. Okay. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so again, Raycons, again, Rogue Container 20, get 20% off today, and enjoy some new Raycon buzz this holiday season. Sweet. All righty. Right, so I'm looking through here to see if there's anything else that we've missed in this news. I, I can, I'm still thinking that they did not. I, I feel like it was like an automatic like set to go on their website. Because, again, I heard nothing about this at all. But yeah, typically they're pretty good about in the they're Discord really good. letting people know. Now, let's see. Do they, they still have the deck builder? Actually, did they add their deck builder to their main website? They did. Oh, shoot. You know what I've just noticed? I, so I've, I've honestly not come here. In this first look at Clash Ground, there's cards in here that I had never seen released yet. Wait, really? Yeah, go go to yeah. these and go to first look at Clash Grounds. I hadn't seen these cards. All right, let me see. Haven's Rock. Haven's Rock? Yeah, Haven's favorite rock, sir. Not just any plain old rock. See, I just need to know. I did ask them about, oh, hey, when is the embargo on things going to be lifted? Like, you know, if you get stuff early, you know, can you... When can you film it? And I haven't got anything back from that yet. I have not seen it. I have not seen Replicate. I have not seen Frontline. 
Yeah, yeah, these I have not seen any of these. Look at piercing darkness. Look at pestilence mayhem maker. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So again, for our listeners, we are right now being flabbergasted by cars that they have not shown or revealed. Yeah, cause so 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 first we have frontline. I'm gonna read a couple of these. Trick it's a two cost white. Trigger enter each time each player may ready a clash card they control to the start of your next turn. The portal cannot can't be activated. If the portal is closed, Harbinger clash cards you control get plus zero plus one. And it's a clash card. Okay. So pretty much you want to make sure that the portal is closed. You want to play this so that it can't be activated. Okay. So this is this is gonna be important for people that play that portal a lot. Or that don't play the portal and want to like close it down and really screw over somebody who does want to use the portal. Yeah. So, I, so would you guys? Uh, I'm sorry. This is basically a portal floodgate, which is really nasty against certain decks. Yeah, yeah. I have a feeling we're gonna see a lot of people make these decks that are very portal in like adjacent, and I'm gonna be wanting to shut that down. And and then just reading these cards so far, I feel like the the side like having a sideboard is going to mean so much more what you put in your sideboard now. Yeah, because even replicate, which is a red uh, two cost, um, it's a counterplay. Love counterplays, and it's a quick. So you got to be from your hand. You may only play this card when your opponent plays an action. If the portal's open, copy target action. You may choose a new target for the copy. Come on now. Wow. Come on now. Is that copy? Come on now. Actions? Yeah, it's any, any I mean, action. That reads like it's being pulled right from magic. Okay. So <laughs> action by itself does not necessarily imply basic action. Because no, I actually looked at that, assumed yeah, just, that, and thought that was kind of weak. Just just action. Yeah. Just any action. So you play any action, but but your portal has to be, portal has to be open. That's why things like they can close it. Oh my goodness. But you could play it, you could copy it and choose a new target. Stop it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, that, that's yeah, the portal is open. That's like a tax of two resources each time they want to do an action. Exactly. Oh, that is oh man. I'm Let's sorry. That. That's good. Uh, it's good out. in theory. I'm thinking of what what this could potentially target. Right now, the most uh, impactful thing I can think of right now is like Solar Smash. Oh, Because oh. it's like, if it countered, here comes the boom. What good would that do? Oh, great. Now everybody's getting 10 damage. No. Right, th right. Think, think set two. Think of the Pestilence and Death cards. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, anything too, like any if if they play any of the action cards that like stops you from bringing a card or like not stops you, from, but like for example, like if somebody uses, damn man, I can't remember the name of the card. Let me see if I'll find it. I'll let you know. Yeah, let's see. What is this next? So, what is what is Haven's favorite rock? It says a three cost requires blue two blues. You may look at the top top card of your deck anytime. During your research step, if this card has five or more collection counters on it, you may put the top card of your deck into your resource. 
This counts as your one resource per turn. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. I, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it sounded good until the parentheses. Like it, it sounded really good until that. This counts as your research. Like, ugh. So, I mean, I mean, it's cool. You can look at the top deck, your top of your deck at any given time. But so can the clarity contender. But if this was like cool, like you. So first of all, you got to load this thing up with counters. And then it just allows you to put the top deck of your resource, but it still counts as your one resource per turn. That's not, I'm sorry, that that's not good. That's not good. So like how can, during your resource step, that's how. Like, yeah, because it would have to trigger the resource step. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. This one for me, I hate to say it, this, this is a definitely a one out of five card. Uh, maybe two out of five, because you are essentially getting a card advantage of one each turn if you are using it to play your resource, play a resource from the top of your deck. Correct. Yeah, it so, so could be yeah. really powerful in the context of Clarity, who, by the way, does not let you look at the top card if, at any time you want. It's just that you will probably know the top card of your deck at right. most of the time. Right. So clear, this is essentially clarity setup, not actually uh, Haven setup. Like it, blue white, blue white clarity. It, it's just a, something I'm, clarity. Like the thing that's bothering me is just it, ha it has to have five or more counters on it. So again, you have to even load this up before you can yeah. even use it. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of ways to abuse look at the top card of your deck at any time. I, I can feel like you could use it for mind games. <laughs> uh, I was thinking use it for Weber's binoculars. Weber, yeah. That, that yeah. would be good. Yeah. That would be use good. Use it for Moxie uh Alpha hunting specialist, stuff of that nature. Yeah. You to give yourself a, at least a hit. I mean, the cool thing about it, it is a relic, and there, you know, Haven has so many ways to play relics for free. So that's why I'm not really focused on the three cost of it, because Haven has card that you can literally play a relic for free. So that I'm not even worried about, which makes it splashable. But I don't know. Well, I, let, 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 listen, let's just start right here. Haven stocking up right next to it. Mm -hmm. Trigger victory. You get to put two collection counters on target relic you control. Trigger oh. victory is another thing I want to know how, how exactly it works. So I'm thinking is if you clash with someone and you kill them, that's a victory. Uh, there are two things I'm imagining victory could be. You hit a clash card specifically and defeat it. Whether you survive or not, I'm not sure if that matters. Mm. Or if you hit something and survive. That is so essentially it's the opposite of a defeat trigger, right? Which is you hit something and you die, right? Interesting, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I'm gonna need elaboration what this trigger victory thing means. And, and honestly, now that you kind of say that, uh, a thing that I think they should do before releasing this set too, uh, releases the new manual, yes, yes, and give it to us at least two weeks before the set comes out. Yeah, give us a a version, definitely version two, version two to kind of go yeah. over to really kind of see 
you know, because yeah, that that's definitely because because we also don't know if they've changed anything else. You know what I mean? Like they have to now one, they have to in the Emmanuel include how the portal works, how the open and closing works. They have to put in this whole trigger victory. They have to put in relics. Like there, there's actually, a lot of stuff actually being added in. So portal is a card with helper text. Uh, we've seen uh, from some things on Facebook. I want to say yeah, where we saw, we they've started them. opening up some of the boxes, and there is a portal card in there. That's how we're getting the portal cards, and so it's not going to be terribly difficult to remember how the portal works. Yeah, yeah. So I saw the portal cards because they they also in the Kickstarter. If you got the one you got like a special version of the portal card and yeah i saw when they did the opening that you it counts as one of the tokens technically which which uh, I'm, which i'm fine with yeah yeah i'm fine with it being a token but i'm saying regardless of there being a card that's going to explain it like it still needs to be in the rule book so i'm saying the rule book is going to be a lot different because there's going to be so many added things in there i i, I see what you're saying i see, I see what you're saying yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. So like we, that we, I would like to get that so that that way we can check it. Also, like if anything's changed, you know, what I mean, like maybe they they have seen something that they're like, okay, we need to change this, and we just don't know yet. Which would be terrifying. Now, the next one, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to understand this card, the pestilence cards. I mean, I understand mm -hmm. it, but it's trigger enter is a one cost two one, which we love. Um, target clash card gets minus two, minus two to end of turn. If the portal is closed, you discard one card. Now, Pestilence, he, he does benefit from discarding your own cards, right? Or no? Yes, he does. Got it. Okay. So you kind of, it, it may seem like you don't want to do this, but you actually may want to do this when the portal is closed so that you can yeah. get that discard. Actually, what comes to mind for me is Kilimanjaro because he definitely cares about discards. Which one? The older one or the new one? Uh, the older one facilitates discards. The newer one uh, cares about them. Okay. Yeah. And then it has another one, Pestilence Mayhem Maker. It's a two-cost, one-one. Trigger enter, target tender, or clash card. Gets minus one, minus one to end of turn. Then you draw one card. And this <laughs> is <laughs> a... <laughs> and this is <laughs> a... Un, this is <laughs> an uncommon. It's an <laughs> uncommon. <laughs> Oh, this baby boy's going in every green deck. It's a two-cost and only requires one green. Enter, I'm going to say it again. Enter target contender or clash card. It gets minus one, minus one to end of turn, and then you draw a card. Yeah, no, that card, that card, that right there is one of the hits right there. Uh, that card is nasty. That, that ability is going to... Uh, secretly save a lot of situations where you end up clash buffing and so do they and they forgot oh man you already took negative one negative one I wasted that buff and this Ooh. is so crazy to me that, that that this card is uncommon and the one cause pestilence we just talked about is an epic but I'm sorry this mayhem maker gee this should this should have been the epic yeah this is pretty nice yeah. Like, the, oh. the Pestilence, the Infectious, to be fair, that is a minus two, minus two. So that can, that potentially kills, like, anything. And I mean anything. Even Torque Uncontrollable dies to that. Oh, it instantly oh, yeah. dies. Sure. Instantly dies. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, oh. and that's, another, that's actually a really good point, Drake. That's a good point because a lot of people, you know, have been paying attention to like non-clash damage in this. But this is just a plain negative negative. It does not um, set off any of those red, you know, abilities. This is just a negative negative. And yeah, it would definitely, it would kill a lot of important pieces for people's decks. All right. So the last two cards we see here. And <laughs> like Jay Crane, if, if, you yep. fin if you finish the book, you know exactly yep. what this but let's go and I can't say this ancestral Guan. You know, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> pretty sure it's supposed to be Quan Dao. I'm. I'm sorry. You, what do you, I know? You will never get me to not be childish if I'm saying this thing because the only thing I want to say is Big Dong. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but it is a three cost. I don't like that at all. Three cost white. You got attach. Attach it. Paint on the white. Attach card gets plus one. Uh, plus one. Plus zero in close combat. I've been avid that close combat is a good effect, but I don't think paying four to get it when you can just play win to get close combat. Yeah, but now you can actually apply close combat to anything you want. Exactly. True. Like, yes. applying close combat to Machina 7. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And you also, actually, yeah, actually, you actually can give this shit to Monica um, an eye. Holy fuck, you give it the blink of an eye. Oh, jeez. With super speed. Oh, my God. Wait a second. Yeah. I take back what I'm just saying. You can give this card to blink of an eye who has super speed. So, again, super speed is you deal damage before. So, close. So, if you're not trying to rest your stuff so I won't get my speed counters, cool. Close combat. I'm going to attack you anyways. I'm taking you out, and I'm getting to that plus, what is it, what, five, six, seven, eight, like plus eight, plus eight. I don't have my card in front of me, but yeah, I think that's what I think that's what you get all ten counters on or twelve. It's unstoppable. Okay, I lied. This is this is not bad. By the way, it's Guandao. Guandao. It yeah. is Guandao. Yes, that sounds like a Cantonese pronunciation. I'm... Uh, it's Chinese. Guan. Yeah, I know Chinese is uh, yeah. split in half between Cantonese and. and then, uh, yeah, I know, but yeah. But yep, that's uh, but yeah, that's really to me. You know, I, I love my, I love my weapons. So to me, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. I like that. Yeah, me I, too. I've just I, never I, seen a romanized with a G. Like, I I I take my pain on it. Okay, this can work. And the last one we have here, and which I love, it's a trap card. Like I said before, traps are more prevalent. It's a trap for one cause. It's a counterattack, target attacking clash card. It's minus three into end of turn. Yeah, uh, important to note, it is black and one cost, meaning that it essentially it fits into the same exact slot as uh, Sharpshooter Moxie. Yep. So now you can play Sharpshooter Moxie head games, and this card's existence probably makes Sharpshooter Moxie better just by being there. Yep. Because this is essentially like a bl blacks getting the uh, sort of weaker half of better luck next time. Yeah. And putting it onto a card to just uh, save damage. As long as somebody doesn't replicate you. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Wait, no, no, somebody no. replicates you, what's it going to matter? Oh, no, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's accessory. It's, 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 yeah, this is an accessory. Yeah, never mind. 
I said, oh my goodness, but that's to get minus three. So cool. Like you're not going to rush me. Like, oh man, you know what? These well, definitely worth something. Good. You know what I mean? If someone's swinging at you and they're like, let's say they're they're swinging the six six to your six six, and they're like, I, you know, I I'm fine with both of us dying. And then you pop this one off, and now only theirs dies. Yeah, that that sucks. Because it's like cool, like you're you're done. Um, I, but I still have not seen a single card yet that has made Risk Lock playable. That's what playable? Sorry, I still have not seen a card that made Risk Lock playable yet. Oh no! So that was I never got to it when we were talking about cards that uh that that in our opinion we thought that was mine. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know. I haven't played that card. I've tried to figure out how to put it somewhere. I've seen a couple people play it, but I feel like as of right now, that card is just not playable. Like it is still just kind of there. I, it, it's, it's terrible because I feel like we won't get discarded stuff till set three. Then I feel like if you have your wrist locks, I, I'm gonna say this: if you have your wrist locks, if you have them, save them. Don't throw oh, that's, them, your, don't, that's your hot take right there. Yes, just don't do not don't throw them in your bulk. Don't throw them away. Save your risk lock again. Look at how much stuff is supporting just the harbingers. Just imagine what they're going to do for discarded. Yeah, it'll be honestly. It's kind of weird that they even introduced like the discarded. I'm sorry. What was that, Drake? <laughs> Uh, you go first. No, all I said was that I find it really weird that they even, like, introduce the discarded in set one. Like, we got two cards that are the discarded, mm -hmm. and it was just like, here they are. Like, enjoy some, like, demon-looking monster things. And and I guess for me, um, again, I'm not trying to get any kind of spoilers, but I was also confused by that as well, because even in the book, they don't start talking there's about no the, there, there's no mention, but until like the tourist at the very end. So I thought yeah. for sure in set two, it would be a harbinger discarded base set and a support and then supporting everything else. Yep. Or do we get any new Alpha Hunter cards? Uh, I haven't seen any yet. One, unless you count the uh, Moxie reprint. Which yeah. again, I I'm, I'm gonna say this. I applaud them. For the, where's my slow clap? I applaud them for giving reprints for Magnate and Moxie. Yeah, yeah and I absolutely style. love them too. They're so freaking beautiful. Because for people who I do not know or people who are just getting into the game, Magnate and Moxie were the only exclusive cards for the Clash Kit. Clash Kits are no longer available. So if you do not have Moxie or Magnate, you can't play those contenders. So they reprinted both contenders in set two, and I believe they're in with the uncommon or no, they're in the common slots. Yeah, they're commons. Yeah, all the contenders are commons. Which again, I another that's another thing, and that's another, another clap. I love the fact that they do not make contenders super high rarity, like in an epic slot. Right. Because can well, you imagine? That you need them to play. You, you know need them I mean? to play. Like, can you can you imagine? Cool. Green is another contender. I want to play Pestilence. Damn. Pestilence is an epic. I can't pull one. 
Now I gotta go buy this for twenty dollars. How upset you will be. Oh yeah, that would that would suck. Yeah, but on the other hand, to be fair, how many pestilence do you need? Exactly one. one. Exactly right. one. It's, yeah. But it's limited by definition. So I'm kind of annoyed that they were uh, commons and would kind of rather they be uncommons because you don't get that many. I see what but you're I saying. Feel, I feel like even in my boxes, I typically per box I got like four of them, and it would be you know different ones, but. I didn't feel like I got a lot of them in my boxes. In my boxes, obviously. Yeah, and that's another thing. Speaking about boxes, um, I really hope that the ratios are fixed in class grounds. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm. I, I'm gonna be confident that they did because they were aware of it. So I hope so. Because, like I said, when I did the case opening, and out of a, an entire case. I pulled one Sugarboo in Haven, which is an uncommon. I pulled one out of a case. The next case I did, I pulled 15. Damn. Yeah. And I, yeah. I I thought that was such a huge problem. And again, I truly, I know they listened to us before about the Clash Kits. I hope they keep that same energy and that the Clash Kit cards have exclusive epics that only come in the Clash Kits. Do not take my epic slot for the epics in the clash kit. Right. Because again, that was the most disheartening thing when you don't know about it, you open up your box, you're like, hey, I have this card already. And but I need these other epics like Kagen and Torque and Here Comes the Boom, but I have Moxie fully powered armor. I have this already. Yeah, it's such a feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, I pulled way too many of those moxies. Yeah, I think there. I think we have enough to know, statistically speaking, that there's a zero percent chance of that happening. Because the kits right now are only focused on their own cards, so the Clash Ground kit and the Clash Ground set are like going to be a hundred percent unique. More or less, at least. Oh, not speaking about that. We know what their uh, we know what their epics are. Yes, uh, they've already been spoiled. Now, unless there's some that haven't been. Now speaking on that, how do you guys feel about IRs? Yeah, I like them for collecting. Okay. Yeah, they're they're nice for collecting, but that you can't play them. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, because uh, oh those. No, 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 not not the IAs, IRs. The ones oh, that you, that you okay. get that you get two per box. Um, do you guys would you guys like those to be a little bit more exclusive? Because again, like as much as I opened up, I have literally a stack of every single IR. So would you? I want think to- it would be neat if costly for every epic to have an IR variant. And and this is the thing too, uh, Ryo, that you gotta put into consideration though. It's like when you're saying that you have a stack. Oh yeah. It, yeah. You gotta compare how many boxes you're opening compared to the normal person. Too um, damn yeah. many. <laughs> yeah. So like you know, for me, I'm gonna say I'm. Pro- I don't know how much Drake buys, but I'm gonna say I'm probably the closest to a normal shopper. I don't like I said. I don't know about Drake. So, uh, you know, buying four boxes, getting two each, you're going to end up with eight of them. 
I don't think that's outrageous. I think that's pretty good numbers. You know what? That 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 is a very, very good point. And you know what? Yeah, because again, I got I gotta look at okay, cool. If I was just buying it, like everybody was like, hey, I need to buy four boxes to build a deck. Yeah, in that aspect, yes, I think that I find the guaranteed two IRs is great. Now, what about up in the epic ratio? Uh, so what about upping the epic ratio? Yeah, so, like, so you get more epics per box. And not even anything crazy, like maybe just one more epic that you get in the box. And maybe one IR per box. I would maybe be happier with a bigger variety of epics than them upping it. I think I like I felt like there was some epics that I didn't get at all and I ended up having to buy a playset and then there was other ones that I got way too many of. So I think that I rather them concentrate on that part of it. Like if I'm going to open a box and I am going to get let's say you know four to six epics, I don't want four of them to be all the same epic. Yeah, like I had a big problem with cracking a lot of clarity for seeing fates. And uh, uh, also, uh, the really dead uh, iconic is the Moxie Fully Loaded. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, you know, it's crazy, Drake. I had the exact opposite. I could barely pull for Seeing Fates, but I oh. pulled so many Blink of an Eye. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of them too, except uh, Blink of an Eye is generally actually useful. There are decks that you can think of off the top of your head that you can put them in, namely Mean Streak ones. Most underrated card. Yeah. That one. Like, I, I, 100%. I, I don't, people say, oh, it's not that good. Please tell me how it's not good. No, yes. I'll say Solar I won't say even the card, man. I think Mean Streak went under the radar so much. Like, people. I think I've only played one person that played a Mean Street deck. Didn't did that guy in the Philippines win, win with Mean Street? Didn't he like play like a four-color Mean Street deck? Or was that Clarity? I think it, I thought it was Clarity. Yeah, where essentially uh, he it was mostly like a two-color deck, but his other two colors were exactly one Alpha Aster and exactly one Machina uh, 7. See, and that's funny because in my in my Moxie deck, I also play one random Machina seven. You know what? I feel like I definitely feel like for next week that should be a topic. I'm writing that down now. What are the most underrated cards in seven one? I feel like that will get some discussion juices really flowing because I feel like there's a lot of underrated cards. I know we said cards that are staples, but I feel like there's a lot of cards that just really. People are like, oh, this is cool, but it's like, no, it's really good. Just think about it. Oh, I already know which card I'm going to say, too. I'll keep that for next week. Oh, I, I, I got I got a couple right, just ready to fire. Because oh. <laughs> I'm like, there, there's a lot of just cards. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and spoil one. And a lot of people really don't understand how good this card because it's so weak. Shadow Light is an underrated card. God damn it, that was mine. That was <laughs> <more>. <laughs> I swear to God, that is the card to me. I feel like that card is so underrated. 
Because just, just imagine you just playing very defensively all game. You're just setting up your weapons. You're just having a good time. You're passing. And you go ahead. Cool. I have six. I'm going to go ahead and drop four shadow lights. I'm going to go ahead and commit and, um, you know, put like, you know, sidearm and stuff to it. And now I'm about to swing at you and there's nothing you can do about it but take this to the face. What now? Yeah. Or uh, what I think is really funny, shadow light in New York City. Because he's now flying, and he can't be blocked by alphas, who also get the flying bow. Yep. So he essentially becomes unblockable. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And all you can do is look at me and go, average your card? That's why I'm excited to see um, how this Shadow Light in set two will will work out this whole kind of like evolving him into his next level and by the bounce effect too yeah I, I like that i like that a lot like i love anything that that floats that bounces back and i'm sorry i'm going to find a way to break that mechanic yeah that's that's so three good. words black white magnate you know so, you know what? I, I feel like we should also add in there what are, what are some cards we feel are overrated or we just we just want to go away. I'm going to spoil mine and we can talk about it next week. I, I, I'm so sick of fucking Magnate. I, I love the card. It's a, such a good contender, but I am so sick and tired of it. Agreed. I'm so sick. The contender. Agreed. The tournament okay. I went to mostly was Magnate players and it was so annoying. Because it's just like, I get it. Yes, there's only five to play with. I get that. Even Torque doesn't even bother me. Clarity doesn't bother me. Magnate bothers me. Hey, man, what are you playing today? Playing green, blue, black, red. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Torque doesn't bother you. People aren't doing it right. Right, Torque, like, 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 how much I see Torque or Torque deck profiles, it doesn't bother as much as there's so much. Cool. Magnate with every other color. Magnate. Magnate, magnate, magnate! My like, Jesus Christ! There's other things to play. Yeah, yeah, but there's also magnate. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. like I'm just like again, people are playing it for a reason. It is a great contender, but I'm just ready. I, I'm telling you right now, in set two, I'm, I'm, this is an announcement for everybody. In set two, put. Magnate away and play something else. I'm damn sure you have fun. Play war. Play death. Shit, play clarity. Put Magnate away. <laughs> yeah, clarity is actually the one that annoys me because she turns the game into such a coin flip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, and also this, uh, I guess when I was on vacation, uh, one of the people that won the weekly... Uh, which actually he's in the he's in the TikTok right now. Andrew he played a red, white, blue clarity deck. He called it America. Um, and from what I hear, the deck is disgusting, and I I can't wait to play against it. But yeah, that that color combination with clarity and all that goddamn draw and scrying and searching it's just. It's a lot. It's, it's Missed a lot. opportunity for Oh Say Can You Foresee. Oh, and yeah. actually, he just told me Torque was the contender. It was a Torque red, white, blue deck. Ooh. Oh, I was actually workshopping one of those earlier today. Mm -hmm. 
Interesting. Well, I know he has the deck list up, so if you look it up, it's called America. Yeah, let's definitely let's definitely do that. I mean, now, like, like I said, we we need to we need we need to as a, as a community, we need to stop playing Magnate. It's time it's time to stop. It's time to move on. Yeah, for real. We have we have we have one more month. You everybody get one more month of Magnate, and let let's put let's let it rest. <laughs> like, like it's okay. He be he'll be all right. Now, now let me now watch this shit. Watch it set three to make a brand new magnet contender, and it be even broken. Hey, get plus one plus one. I'm like fuck this. <laughs> I'm like I'm like fuck this. Because <laughs> I feel like I do I do see that coming. Another magnet contender has twenty health, but give your alphas plus one plus one. Oof. I'm looking at this deck list right now. This is this is vile. This is almost yeah. This should be illegal. I'm gonna check the rule book. I don't know if this deck's okay. <laughs> it's time to call I will say that Andrew, I know you're saying Torque has more draw, but like how much draw like how much of your deck did you go through? Because I'm looking yes. at, at four. This is eight right here. Um, this Those is another four. That's 12 draws. Like, how much drawing did you do? The Torque deck with, like, 30 draw cards, so. Unbelievable. Like, and, and I'm looking, like, you know, he's running three of the seven Machinas, three of the six Flares. So I can imagine, like, he's putting resources down constantly. These you're using just for draw, all of these draw, and then this for ramp, for sure. I I, I could see the deck working, man. I I because this is this is nice nice deck list. Yeah, like this is. And 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 I will say this also, uh, Drake. I've been wanting to ask you because uh, I did look at your Hatman three. Yeah, retribution. Um, yeah. How do you come up with your deck ideas? Uh, like the name or the style? The style, the style yeah, <laughs> man. Because I'm looking at your deck list and, you know, same way that I'm doing with this other one. Like, typically, based on looking at it, you can kind of figure out the strategies on it. And, uh, yeah, like I, I like how you build decks. Yeah, well, Hatman actually came about as an evolution of trying to figure out how to get uh, Torque Red White to work. And when I realized that Grant Park Chicago had that unfortunate anti-synergy with Here Comes the Boom, I then realized, hey, what if I swapped it out with New York? And then it just started spinning from there because I started getting New York. I started getting uh, Magnet Cutting Planner, and then on top of Torque's already massive draw engine, I found out I have a lot of draw cards. What if I got them all? Man. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said, so again, it, um, it's a play.alphaclad TCG to check out some of these decks. And I, again, just the deck synergy and how they come together is amazing. And it, this is something. Uh, I'm not sure if we can get this set up the way me and Jay Crane did, but again, I've been wanting to see Drake play, but I've definitely been trying to get another content creator um, match going. If anybody yeah. would be interested, let us know, because I said I would love to host another one and get it going. Or just have me take on Jay Crane. Yeah, I was going to say. Honestly, yeah, why don't we just do that? Yeah, we can do that for sure. 
So, um, how about this? Uh, will that work for next Wednesday? Uh, I would have to let you know off air, but yeah, I, I imagine I don't see why not. That would be awesome. Um, you know what? What we'll do? I'll we'll get a poll going, and we'll, we'll think about some prizes or something. You know, why not? Yeah, that'd be dope. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, right. you'll get to uh, like uh, taste the uh, next uh, variant of Hatman that I've been bouncing around. I haven't quite finalized it yet, but I got something pretty funny. Nice, that's awesome. And I said, I'll do commentate, and that, that should be fun. But yeah, let's definitely do that. But, okay. Um, so, as we're wrapping up here, anybody have anything else you want to add? No, I'm pretty good. Uh, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy. All right, perfect. But, again, so this has been uh, Rogue Contenders. Uh, thank you, everyone, who has tuned in. Uh, we have a new soundboard. We are back together. Uh, we definitely are going to keep bringing some things, and hopefully everything just works how we want to. And whoa, 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 hold on, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's uh -oh. backtrack for a second. Uh -oh. My mistake. Uh oh. Officially, I've gotten a challenge for you, Ryo. Oh. On TikTok, uh, Andrew, who has the the deck that I just said, the America deck. Okay. Uh, Says he will he will also play against you, so that's technically two matches. Let's guy. do it. Let let's you know what let's yes we'll throw it out. We'll, yeah we'll get yeah I'm, we'll I'm down for it. With you, Andrew, we'll get in contact with you because because I haven't um played in a I haven't played in a while, but I'm itching. I still got it. I won't get blindsided again by a card that's illegal. Yes, that's right. I snitched. <laughs> <laughs> the card is banned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that'll be fun, Andrew. So we'll we'll get we'll get in contact with you, and then we'll set it up. And we'll, we'll get it going. I'll get we'll set it up. We'll get it streamed, get it posted. It'll be a fun time for everybody. Last one that me and Jay Cray did was a blast. I mean, we had a blast. A lot of people came in. Um, again, like all the you know proceeds and everything went to charity. And I do believe, uh, especially what is coming to the holiday season, uh, something I'm always very passionate about is giving back. To communities, so I do believe, you know. Um, let's how about how, how about this one for this for these community uh, matches? If it's okay, everybody, how about we give to um, Toy for Tots? Yeah, that's good. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah so, that's good. So, so um, any proceeds? It, it's an honor of Haven. <laughs> yeah, and our Haven. Yes, yes, because especially um, since the YouTube channel, and I do appreciate everybody who has subscribed. Uh, we are fully monetized now. That's why. You know, we do the commercials now. That's awesome. <laughs> and I definitely want to take those proceeds and give it to, you know, charity. I, I Again, I'm a big believer in giving back. And, you know, holidays coming up, a lot of people are trying to, you know, start that Christmas shopping. So I do believe Toys for Tots is a perfect place to give back to. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, so, awesome. we'll, so we'll get that all set up. And for now, this has been a row Contenders. And we'll catch you guys in the next one. See you next week. See ya.